This is the John Oakley Show podcast. It's so frustrating that there are still conservative politicians in this country who don't think that climate change is real and certainly don't think we should be doing anything to fight it and have not understood that you can't pretend you have a plan for the future of our economy if you don't have a real plan to protect the environment. As Justin, obviously, uh, he must have Maxime Bernier in mind because Bernier is the spanner in the works of all of the leaders of the various parties that look like they've got any shot of registering with the voters. Uh, Bernier uh, is saying that carbon dioxide is not a pollutant and therefore uh, Elections Canada has taken the position that anybody who wants to make that statement as a matter of fact would be falling into uh, a partisan advertising kind of realm. And uh, unless they've registered as a charity to uh, lobby this way, anything less than uh, or beyond $500 would position them in that regard. Uh, it may jeopardize their charitable status. This has sent a chill through a lot of environmental groups. Elizabeth May is with us on the line, leader of the Green Party of Canada, to express her dismay. Miss May. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. All right, what do you make of this this third-party partisan advertising ruling that Elections Canada has come out with? Uh, I mean, it was established for, uh, I guess, legitimate reasons. Is this just a little quirk here? uh? Well, you know, I was executive director of Sierra Club of Canada for 19 years before I went to politics. One of the reasons I went to politics was a stunning ruling from Elections Canada in 2005-2006 campaign that it would that you had to be very careful and not in an election campaign um, even issue report cards on parties, which we always had thought was very neutral. So there's there's been a this is not the first time that there's been something that was something of a shadow over free speech for groups that are not endorsing a party, not partisan in any way, that even speaking to the issue of climate crisis, uh, we, we could get you in a position where you lost your charitable status. Now, that wasn't really from elections, Kevin, I should correct myself. That was, election, that was a decision from the Canadian Revenue Agency that put a real chill on things. Elections Canada has always uh, been about protecting the, the, um, the non-partisanship of discourse, but with the new third-party election rules, this is the first time that Elections Canada has come out with something that I think is completely wrong-headed, which is to say that if you're talking about the threat of the climate crisis, if you're talking about the climate emergency, you have to register as a third-party organization if you're going to run any ads. And I think it's absolutely appropriate to make clear to listeners, if somebody's going to say, if you care about climate, you better vote green, that's not a nonpartisan statement. You better register as a third-party organization. But if uh, any number of organizations or scientific bodies are going to say, in this election, the climate crisis is an important consideration, here are the facts, that's not partisan. And Max Bernier being on the wrong side of science doesn't suddenly make it partisan any more than if he decided to say, by the way, smoking cigarettes is good for you. I don't think that means that medical doctors who are advising their, their patients to kick the habit have to register as a third-party organization because speaking clear medical science is somehow partisan. I, I think they've got to work their way through this and come up with a clearer rule that differentiates speaking about the science from well, speaking in partisan terms. Well, let me ask you about that, because uh, basically you're saying that Elections Canada should recognize that the science is, in fact, settled. There's no room yeah. for disagreement, dispute, or even uh, nuanced differences. 
Well, no, there's room for nuanced differences, but that doesn't make it partisan. My point is if you're going to say we don't believe in climate science and you happen to be a group of people who are prepared to deny the reality of gravity or whatever, I mean, the science is settled, but we have free speech in this country. And if you want to say we don't think it's true, uh, as long as you're not saying we don't think it's true, vote for People's Party. As soon as you say we don't think it's true, vote for People's Party, then it's partisan and you better register as a third party group. If you're saying this is a climate emergency, which is what the settled science is at this point, and we don't have a, we don't have time for, um, I, I don't like using the word de denier because it's pejorative, but if you want to be on the wrong side of 99% of, uh, of the evidence. A heretic. Yeah. Well, it's not even a heretic. That's just <laughs> it's a matter of faith. It's a matter of well, science. Okay. Well, you know, it's interesting you call it a matter of faith because uh, some people... I don't people... call it a matter of faith. That's why I don't want to use the word heretic. Okay. But, you know, <laughs> when you uh, make the analogy to, uh, say, gravity, but gravity, I can tell you a hundred years from now exactly what the laws of gravity will be definitively, but uh, some folks in climate sciences can't tell me exactly what the global temperature will be a hundred years from now. Well, because we don't know when we're going to stop emitting greenhouse gases, at what point we're going to bring down emissions. If we don't bring down emissions, we won't have anyone in 100 years to be doing the measurements because human civilization will have collapsed. But there are other trajectory. X's in the factor. But let me ask you, because here's what's uh, interesting, because you also said, suppose it's a politician decided smoking's good for you. Yeah. Would doctors have to register as third parties in an election to stress the importance of kicking the habit? Uh is that a, not a false equivalence? For example, uh, what if pro-life groups uh, for whom, you know, uh, abortion is murder, uh, mm -hmm. would they have to register as one of these uh, advocacy groups or charities? I mean, because that's, yeah. that's their feeling. Well, let's just differentiate. There's, there's charitable rules that are run by the Canadian Revenue Agency, and then there's partisan advertising for a particular purpose. So we now know that to another group, the Canadian Association of Petroleum Producers, the oil lobby, has decided to register as third parties in the election, essentially to campaign uh, for conservatives because they don't want to uh, to have appropriate action to reduce their profits. I mean, that's what this is about. We have to reduce our dependency on fossil fuels and move to clean, safe, renewable sources of energy, which we have in abundance and more cheaply than fossil fuels, because once you install the infrastructure for solar, your marginal cost for energy becomes zero. So we have a very good economic case. We have a sound science case. Okay, but the, and the, the, the fossil fuel industry doesn't like it. So if they, they are registering as a third-party group because they rightly understand that they're actually campaigning for a political party or parties. If groups are talking about climate science, they should not have to register as third parties so long as they're not saying, Therefore, the conclusion is vote this particular way. Again, with Elizabeth May, leader of the Green Party of Canada, and uh, she feels that, you know, this Maxime Bernier thing has sort of stubbed the toe of a lot of environmental groups because Elections Canada, would you say, is pandering to or catering to Maxime Bernier exclusively here? No, I don't think so. It's, it's complicated. I think they've, I mean, we'll see what Elections Canada comes up with. This is, I understand it was a verbal briefing. We need to get clarity in the rules, and it's appropriate that if, if a group wants to, number one, charities don't campaign, because if they campaign for a particular partisan view, they will lose their charitable status. Uh, well, so, that's the nub of it, then. That's really but, what's, what's at well, play here. The question is, why would Elections Canada give environmental groups the impression that if they didn't register as third-party groups, they'd be in violation of the Elections Act, 
the groups are already, based on what I told you happened in 2005-2006 election, the groups are already well aware that our charitable rules are, they need massive overhaul because a group like, for instance, the Fraser Institute, which issues many, many opinions towards a certain political direction, it exists uh, on, on the basis of a certain ideology, it's still a charity. Whereas environmental groups that are charities wouldn't dream of or risk their charitable status for saying from their point of view the kinds of interventions that Fraser Institute does all the time. So it's, it's, it's not an even playing field right now in terms of our charitable laws, the Canadian Revenue Agency, but Elections Canada, I think, and I do have a lot of trust in Elections Canada, I'm sure they will fairly soon clarify this to say we're not going to say that if a scientist in a university gives a lecture to students that explains the ways in which greenhouse gases emitted into our global atmosphere have already caused an increase in global average temperature of more than one degree Celsius. Uh, that statement is not political. That's science. If someone, on the other hand, takes out an advertising that says, if you care about the climate crisis, your only option is to vote green, which I think is true, but it, it is a partisan statement, mm -hmm. so people better register I mean, that opening clip from Justin Trudeau is a perfect example of where Justin Trudeau is making the case that if you care about the climate and the future, then uh, you have, that as if his party has taken a clear stand for the actions that are required to protect our climate from an unacceptable degree of warming. He hasn't. Their, his party's platform and their, their target is unchanged from the one left behind by Stephen Harper. So I think we need to have a clear debate in this election about what is, what is required of us as a civilization, preferably working in a nonpartisan fashion together, because this is a threat to, and it's not a All right, but, but now you're politicking, but here's... No, the... I'm telling you that this is a threat to our children's future, and we well, should approach it in a nonpartisan okay, fashion. Okay, but Maxine Bernier would disagree with you. Oh, I know. Max, Max and I are dear friends, and we don't agree on a single thing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, but at the end of the day, and uh, if the petroleum industry uh, says things that are contrary to uh, your own hymn sheet, then they'd be supporting Maxine Bernier, and you'd find that equally odious. Well, I don't find anybody's decisions in politics odious. Every Canadian is entitled to vote for what they want. I hope a lot of Canadians vote green. People are, Maxime Bernier is leading a legitimate political party. He has one seat that is his own. Um, everybody's entitled <laughs> to support whom they want to support. Mm. All right. Uh, well, there you go. You know, it wasn't that long ago you had one seat. I know. And look at now. I mean, this whole thing is just blossoming around you. It's pretty exciting. Today we yeah. just announced that we have a candidate, a current MP, running for us in Quebec, Pierre Nantel. So we are going into the election with three incumbents, two from B.C. and one from Quebec. Yeah, you swiped him from the NDP, didn't you? Well, they uh, actually decided to throw him out of their party before he could join us, but he's running as an, he will remain an independent member of parliament as a candidate for the Green Party. All right. Uh, Elizabeth, uh, a pleasure as always. Thanks for your time. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.